Bismillah <laughs> Uh, I am grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving me this opportunity to talk with uh, the brothers and sisters there in Dearborn again. Uh, inshallah, what we are going to do in the next uh, few sessions that we are going to have, inshallah, every Friday in January is to try to understand some aspects of Islamic perspective on suffering and today what I want to do is I want to reflect together on some verses of the Quran about the creation of man in general and especially we want to focus on the case of Prophet Adam and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right from the time of Adam alayhi salam foretold that the life on this planet would be a life mixed with suffering although there is a way to overcome that suffering you know that in the Quran we have this famous verse uh, in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي كَبَدْ we have created man in difficulties, in pain, in trouble. It means that the creation of man is a creation that cannot be trouble-free. This world, as inshallah we will explain later, is not the world in which we can have ambition for perfection. In the physical world, in the natural world, in the world of physics, we cannot expect perfection. This is the world of restriction. This is the world of limitation. This is the world of interaction. This is the world that sometimes, whether you like it or not, what other people do would affect you. If there is a careless driver, even if you are very careful and very cautious, that careless driver can hit you and can kill you or can make you injured and can make you uh, disabled for the rest of your life. If there are bad people, they can affect you or your family, uh, even if you don't like it. Of course, inshallah, we will explain that no one would be able to touch your faith, no one would be able to touch your virtues unless you yourself give up. But what is important is that anyway we are subject to lots of forces and lots of factors internally and externally in this world. Inshallah, 
if we go to heaven then that would be the world that no external factor would affect you without your own desire that would be the world in which neither thirst and hunger and pressures like this from inside nor people from outside or even temperature and other things would affect you without your desire that is another world but in this world we cannot expect perfection we cannot expect trouble free pain free uh, life inshallah we'll talk about it later i want to reflect together on some verses of surah taha about adam and eve alayhi salam these verses are very important because can give us a brief uh, summary of life of human beings in this world uh, and if you have you know the quran with you or if you can get a copy of quran please you know do so because it would be very helpful uh, if you go to surah taha chapter 20 verse 115 you find a passage uh, including several verses about prophet adam and eve and you know the story of Prophet Adam has been mentioned in several places in the Quran, right from Surah Baqarah, from the beginning of the Quran, up to uh, many other surahs in the Quran, uh, like uh, up to Surah Yasin. You know we have this story, but now we want to refer to Surah Taha, which is chapter 20, starting with the verse 115. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim." وَلَقَدْ عَهِدْنَا إِلَىٰ آدَمَ مِنْ قَبْلِ فَنَّسِيَ وَلَمْ نَجِدْ لَهُ عَزْمًا Allah says that we made a covenant with Adam but unfortunately he forgot so he didn't keep the covenants but not because he wanted to disregard that covenant. He wanted to disregard that promise that he had made or he wanted to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It was a matter of forgetfulness. Fanasiyah. So had he remembered, he would have certainly kept that covenant intact. Fanasiyah. But this forgetfulness was not result of human nature only something for which he was not responsible something for which you could not hold him accountable no this forgetfulness was because of a more fundamental problem the problem was that he didn't have sufficient will power he didn't have that determination that you expect a vicegerent of God should have. So sometimes we forget things because we don't have control over our memory. That can be forgiven easily. But sometimes we forget because we haven't paid enough attention. Or because something for us was not of utmost importance, so we have forgotten. Uh, so there are two different types of forgetfulness. 
In the case of Prophet Adam he forgot, but the problem was that because he didn't have azm, he didn't have determination. If Prophet Adam, when he was told by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about enmity of Satan, as inshallah we will see later, if he, when he was told about enmity of Satan and that tree to be avoided, if he had enough determination, he would have kept that in mind because he was not given so many different you know tasks and commands and instructions by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that we can say okay he forgot some of them Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked him only very few things to remember Satan as a clear enemy and not to touch that tree that was it so it was not difficult for him to remember if he had really seriously taken that on board. But unfortunately, he didn't have asthma. And this is why in the Quran and in Islamic literature, determination is very highly regarded. And you know, among the prophets, there are five prophets who are taken to be the most outstanding prophets. We call them Ulul Azm. Prophet Noah, Prophet Abraham, Moses, Jesus, and Prophet Muhammad They are introduced as Ulul Azm. Indeed, the term is used in the Quran itself when Allah says to Prophet Muhammad, Fasper kama sabara ulul azm min rusul Exercise patience in the same way that those messengers who were Ulul Azm, who were uh, people of determination exercised patience. So, five out of 313 messengers out of 124,000 prophets are singled out, are taken to be the most important ones, not for any quality other than azm. Of course, they had great knowledge, they had uh, wisdom, they had lots of good character characteristics, but among all, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala picks up Azm. So, uh, do you have me? Okay, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Unlike those five great prophets, Prophet Adam lacked azm. Walam najd lahu azma. So he was not one of Ulul Azm. Of course, that was before he came to this world, became, before he came to this uh, house of taklif, of obligation. Therefore, he didn't commit a sin in a legal, in a fiqhi sense. But still, he made a mistake. Then Allah says, Allah starts telling a brief summary of the whole story. Abba, 
bear in mind the time that we told all the angels to prostrate before Adam. And they all did. They all prostrated. Allah Iblis, except Satan. Of course, Satan was not an angel, as the Quran says, وَكَانَ مِنَ الْجِنِّ He was one of the jinns, but because of long period of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he was able to be in the company of the angels. Abba, he refused to do this prostration. فَقُلْنَا Then Allah says, after asking the angels to do sajda for Adam, then فَقُلْنَا يَا آدَمْ إِنَّ هَذَا عَدُوٌ لَكَ وَلِزَوْجِكَ We said, O oh Adam, this, so Allah somehow referred to Satan, not by pointing with his finger, because Allah doesn't have any finger, not by pointing through his hand or eyes, as we do, but somehow Allah made it clear that he is referring to Iblis, Haza, this. So perhaps that happened through a call that Prophet Adam heard from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while Satan was present. As you know, that heaven which Prophet Adam and Eve resided was not eternal heaven. That was not the heaven in which bad people cannot get access. That was a heaven with many good qualities that inshallah I will mention. It was not just a beautiful garden that you can have in this world. No, it was a special, as we will see, but still it was not as perfect as the eternal heaven, because in the eternal heaven, when you go, you will remain there forever. No mistake takes place, and no enemy like Satan would be there to create trouble for you. So, it was a heaven, a special garden, not like eternal one, and not like the one that we are used to see in this world. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala referred to Iblis and asked Adam to be careful. فَقُلْنَا يَا آدَمْ إِنَّ هَذَا عَدُوٌ لَكَ وَلَزَوْجِكَ this is an enemy of you and your wife. فَلَا يُخْرِجَنَّكُمَا مِنَ الْجَنَّةِ فَتَشْقَى Do not let this Satan, this enemy, send you into outside. فَلَا يُخْرِجَنَّكُمَا مِنَ الْجَنَّةِ so Allah said that you have an enemy first. So don't think that everyone here is a friend. Second, this is your enemy. So not only he said that they have enemy, he introduced the enemy to them. 
Third, Allah told them that this enemy's intention is to send you outside. Four, if you go outside heaven, you will start having miserable life. You will start suffering. This is why I chose this passage from the Quran. If they had remained in that heaven, there was no suffering. Although it was not eternal, but still, as I said, it was very special heaven. It was not like worldly gardens that we are used to see. It had characteristics like what we will see, inshallah, soon in the next few verses. Therefore, it was a place that you could enjoy and remain there as long as you wish without problem of hunger or thirst or losing, you know, your dress and so on and so forth. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَلَا يُخْرَجَنَّكُمَا مِنَ الْجَنَّةِ فَتَشْقَى If you go outside, then you will start suffering. And it is also interesting that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala especially talks to Prophet Adam alayhi salam because he was a kind of responsible. Although both Adam and Eve were accountable, they had free will and each of them was accountable, but expectation from Adam was more because he was a person who was taken by Allah as his Khalifa and also he was responsible for that family of two. So Allah talks to him and says, this is your enemy, enemy of your wife, and do not let Iblis to send you outside, then you would suffer. Although both of them would suffer, but especially you would suffer because you suffer for yourself and you suffer also for your family. As a person who is responsible for family, you would suffer in personal way and also you would suffer because of your wife's suffering and later your children's suffering. We have something also in Surah Baqarah in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Baqarah verse 35 Allah says وَقُلْنَا يَا آدَمْ أُسْكُنْ أَنْتَ وَزَوْجُكَ الْجَنَّةِ This shows that this was said to Adam and Eve either before entering heaven or right at the time of beginning. Because Allah says, we told, O Adam, settle down, you and your wife, in heaven. وَكُلَا مِنْهَا رَغَدَا حَيْثُ شِئْتُمَا Eat from it as much as you like, wherever you like, everything is okay, everything is uh, free and permissible. The only thing that you have to be very careful 
is do not get close to this tree. Otherwise, you would be one of the unjust people. So, right at the time of beginning of their stay in heaven, or maybe even before that, Allah said to them this. But in Surah Taha, it seems that it was said inside heaven. So, it can mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on more than one occasion gave them this warning because it was very important. Okay, if you move on to the next verse, verse 118, Allah says, Allah taju'a fiha wala ta'ra. In this heaven, in this garden, you can be there without becoming hungry. La tajua. Jua means hunger. You don't become hungry. This is very important. Allah doesn't only say food is available for you. He doesn't only say that. We know that food was available and as I said, Allah said, Kulla minha ragada They could eat in abundance, they had no shortage. But it seems that there is something more. They didn't feel the pain of hunger. You know, sometimes you become very hungry, then you find something to eat. Sometimes because the food is very much available, you don't experience hunger. You know, there are people in the world that maybe they have never experienced hunger. One of the beauties of fasting is that even if you are affluent and rich, you can still experience hunger and understand and have sympathy with the people who cannot afford to have food. Anyway, they didn't have the experience of hunger. Allah taju'a fiha wala ta'ra. You would not become naked, you would not become uh, dressless. Because you know that, as we will say inshallah later, as soon as they ate from that tree, then their body was exposed and they had to cover their body. But in the condition prior to that, before eating from that tree, they didn't need to worry about dress. Not because they were naked and they didn't find it ugly. No. There was a protection, there was a kind of cover provided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without having dress. So, You also would not uh, become very much feeling the heat of the temperature. You know, one of the things that make life sometimes very difficult for us, in addition to the hunger and in addition to um, need for dress, is temperature. If it is very hot, you become very thirsty. And not only thirst, even the temperature itself makes life very difficult. You know, if you go to a place which is very, very hot, 
even if you have water next to you to drink, you feel the pain of the heat with your entire body. Or if it is very cold, so it's not a matter of thirst, but the cold, freezing weather would make life for you difficult. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that Prophet Adam and Eve alayhim salam in that garden they didn't have worry of temperature also. Then Allah says Fawaswasa ilayhi shaytan. After they were given all the warning, all the you know instructions, then Satan, as predicted, showed their enmity, his enmity, sorry, showed his enmity to them. Actually, Allah refers to Adam alayhi salam, ilayhi. So. Unlike, you know, what in some biblical sources, you know, it is said that, for example, you know, Adam was uh, deceived by his wife and his wife was responsible. The Quran wants to put responsibility more on the shoulder of Adam. I'm not saying that, for example, his wife was not deceived and only Adam was deceived. But I'm saying that the main responsibility is put on Adam, whether it's in a matter of giving the initial warning Allah says to Adam that you have to be careful and also here it says فَوَسْوَسَ إِلَيْهِ الشَّيْطَانِ إِلَيْهِ not إِلَيْهَا Shaitan tried to make temptations for Adam so didn't honestly say to Adam that this is the tree that God forbade but I ask you to eat from that tree. If Shaitan was honestly talking to Adam, for sure Adam would not listen to Satan. Shaitan tried to hide his bad intention and his bad nature. So he said to Adam, Qala ya Adam, hal ala khuld wa mulkin la yabla. Shall I show you, shall I guide you towards a tree, which is the tree of eternity, and a kingdom that would never perish? So you see, Satan had good understanding of human psychology. He knew that for us, eternity is very important and kingdom and rulership or governorship and ownership are very important. Although Adam didn't have to worry about eternity because there was no indication that he has to leave that garden. There was no indication that they are there for a short period of time. But unfortunately, unfortunately, that desire for eternity, which is by itself good, made them listen to Satan because they found a bad solution for meeting that desire. You know, this is a problem in us that even, for example, if we are told that, for example, we can have something 
as long as we want, but this is not owned by us, we have bad feeling. For example, if I am told that this is the house that you can use as long as you wish, still I would say, would you register it in my name? Would you give me the ownership? This is wrong, because what you want is to, to use it. Why for you ownership matters? You know, it is said that Allah uh, Rahmatullah didn't have a house and someone suggested to him that, you know, I buy a house for you so that you can own the house. And Allah said, it doesn't make any difference for me. I need a house to live, whether it is mine or I'm a tenant, it doesn't make difference for me as long as I can afford to pay for the rent. For me as a, you know, it is my expression. As a philosopher, it must become obvious that what is important is the reality. To own or not to own is based on contract. The reality is that whether I have permission to use this facility or not, that's the reality. But who is the owner? That's not an important thing. That is based on contract. Today, this man is the owner. Tomorrow, another person is the owner. Today, for example, government may nationalize this property and takes away. These are many, many things that can happen in the life. As long as I am able to use it, that's enough for me. But deep in us, we have this desire for eternity, which by itself is good to motivate us to work for eternal life. But when it is mismanaged, it can create greediness. So Satan used that and said, shall I inform you about the tree of eternity and a kingdom that would not perish? Unfortunately, they both ate from that tree. As soon as they ate from that tree, then their private parts of body became visible. So before that, although they didn't have a normal dress, but it was somehow covered either by not being visible because of being covered by some type of, for example, uh, darkness, or by not looking down, or by some other arrangements. We don't know. But for sure, they never saw the private parts of uh, each other, and they never felt naked in front of others. But as soon as they ate, بَدَتْ لَهُمَا سَوْعَاتُهُمَا Then, because they knew that this is not good, They started taking some of the leaves from garden and put on themselves. So they made very quickly a kind of a cover and a kind of dress. Adam disobeyed his Lord, therefore he was misguided. But then his Lord chose him and returned to him and guided him. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the verse 123 
I want you all to pay attention to verse 123 and 24. This would be end of my first lecture. Allah said, you both should descend. Now you cannot stay anymore in this heaven. You have to go down. Okay. This expression of hubut, this descent, shows that that heaven was in a higher position. This is not a physical or geographical location in this planet. You don't find any place in the world that there is no hunger, there is no thirst, you don't need dress, you can be there as long as you want. That was a special garden. Yes, it was not eternal garden. You know, in some of our hadith it says that it was a garden in dunya, but dunya doesn't mean earth. Dunya means in this temporary world, but it doesn't mean on the earth. In any case, Allah said, come down. This is a kind of reduction in their level. Then you would be enemies of each other. Perhaps it means Satan and Adam and Eve. They would be enemies. Or it can be there would be enmity among the progeny of Adam. As we first saw in Habil and Qabil, Abel and Cain. When a guidance comes to you from me, whoever guides, uh, whoever follows my guidance, it's very beautiful. If you remember, Allah said in verse 117 that if Satan manages to send you outside Fatashqa, you would have miserable life, you would suffer. But here Allah says, if a guidance comes from me, whoever follows my guidance, فَلَا وَلَا He would not be misguided and we would not suffer. It's very beautiful. It means that although in this world we are subject to lots of problems and therefore subject to suffering, if you have Iman, if you are connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you can safeguard yourself with respect to the major sufferings. Maybe your body would have some problems. Maybe physically you would have some pains. But you would not have the severe pain of the heart. He would not be misguided and he would not suffer. He would not have a miserable life. وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً 
whoever turns away from my remembrance, whoever refuses to remember me, then he would have a miserable life. And on the day of judgment, he would be resurrected blind. He would ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, why have you resurrected me blind and I was able to see? And then Allah says, this is because my communications kept coming to you and you forgot them and now you are forgotten. Okay, just to sum up what we said today, which is a kind of brief outline of the whole discussion about suffering, in my understanding, we said that we are created in the way that we would have a temporary life in which we can work towards our perfection, we can qualify ourselves for a trouble and pain-free life in the hereafter, but in the life that we begin with, we cannot expect to have no problem. We have created man in difficulties. Then we try to focus on the case of Prophet Adam and Eve, which is very important because it somehow marked our history. Allah said to Adam that you and your wife can enjoy yourselves in this heaven, in this garden, as long as you wish, you can eat, drink, everything. But be careful that if you follow a bliss, a bliss would send you outside and then you would start suffering. So by them listening to a bliss and being asked to leave that garden, suffering started. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I am going to send you guides and guidance. Whoever follows them, whoever remembers me by following them would not be misguided and he would not suffer. But those who would not remember me, they would have miserable life. So this shows that suffering is a reality of our life, but at the same time it shows that you can control suffering and make sure that you would not suffer in your spiritual life, you would not suffer in your faith, you would not suffer in your spirit, and the maximum you would suffer would be suffering in worldly affairs. Inshallah, we will continue this discussion, inshallah, next week. If there are any questions or comments, you know, I'm happy to receive. And I stop here by saying, وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا أَنَ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِ Thank you very much, Maulana Shamali. I really enjoyed uh, your introduction to, to the uh, subject uh, that you are planning, inshallah, for uh, weeks, uh, the next four weeks, you know, to, to elaborate and explain. I'm sure so did the uh, brothers and sisters, uh, sisters, uh, you know, here. Uh, any questions from the sorry, sorry. Sorry,